Hello, this is brother number one of the Bros 3 podcast. And before we start the podcast, I'd like to talk to you a little bit about a great loss that the comic industry has suffered over the last week. As many of you know, Stan Lee, the creator of Marvel Comics, passed away at the age of 95. Now, I don't know Mr. Stan Lee, but he has definitely influenced and shaped my life. From his time of uh, being 19 and running timely comics because they were known to ship on time. The man's name was Stanley Lieber. He decided to save his real name because he always wanted to write the, the great American novel. And to be a comic book artist was kind of uh, an embarrassment. And at his darkest moment, when they were about to fire him, his wife said, well, why don't you write the stories you want to write? And with that, he created the Fantastic Four. And at that point, a legacy was in his infancy. And he passed away. And um, I remember seeing a meme a couple years ago say, you know, at some point, Stan Lee is going to pass away and you won't see his cameos no more. And my heart stopped. And then fast forward to last week and the inevitable actually happened. The creator of multiple worlds and multiple characters and people that we relate to. He was no longer on this earth. And I was on, I was at work. And, um, I got a little misty eyed, you know what I'm saying? Because, uh, the man meant a lot to me. I remember being like in eight years old and picking up my cousin Dana's Avengers comics and reading the whole story and then seeing that people actually wrote in to Stan Lee and he responded to him. And, you know, why didn't Spider-Man do this and this and that? And he would answer, well, true believer, this, that, and other. It It seemed almost like he was approachable. And even as he got older, you know, because he had to he had to make a lot of sacrifices, but they paid off. And every day, every time I saw him, he seemed to be enjoying life. Even at 95, when he popped up in the movie, it was almost like a little secret. A little secret inside joke. Oh, there's Stan Lee, the creator of this comic and that comic. And I remember my cousin Mark, he was like when I was a teenager. And I was drawing. He was like, look, we're going to do the Stan Lee method. And my cousin Mark had always been smart. What's the Stan Lee method? Well, I'm going to tell you what the story is, and then you just go draw it. I felt like I was being cheated. But, you know, Stan Lee had the magic. And I just hope that what he stood for continues. Check this out. In 1964, Professor X is based on Martin Luther King. Magneto, based on Malcolm X. And when they were both slain early in their lives, 1964, he wrote an article. And I'm going to let him speak his words because he's going to do it best. Hi, heroes. This is Stan Lee coming at you. Want you to know, Marvel has always been and always will be 
a reflection of the world right outside our window. That world may change and evolve, but the one thing that will never change is the way we tell our stories of heroism. Those stories have room for everyone, regardless of their race, gender, religion, or color of their skin. The only things we don't have room for are hatred, intolerance, and bigotry. That man next to you, he's your brother. That woman over there, she's your sister. And that kid walking by, hey, who knows? He may have the proportionate strength of a spider. We're all part of one big family, the human family, and we all come together in the body of Marvel. And you, you're part of that family. You're part of the Marvel universe that moves ever upward and onward to greater glory. In other words, Excelsior. Uh. Uh. Hello. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good, brother. I'm really good. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Bros 3 Podcast. For November 18th. 2018 As much as I love James Brown He ain't let nobody else talk I'm getting quick Funky good time Are you living that best life? I'm gonna have a funky good time I hope you are uh. Funky good time uh. Yes we are Go ahead Tap your feet. It's okay. Your boss won't get upset if you tap your foot. Your foot. Your feet. Yo, my grandma used to love to some some James Brown. Brother, yeah, brother, you talking to me? Nah, okay. Fred. It's always Fred. The famous is Fred. Brother number one about to to his horn. Nah, I ain't got no little horn. Oh, bro. Brother number three, you younger. Brother number three. Three? I said three. Brother number one. Brother number two. Brother number Okay, alright, 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 alright. Enough of that, because you do not share the spotlight, Mr. James Brown. Love you anyway. How you doing, fam? This is another episode of Bros 3 Podcast for November 18th, 2018. How you doing, fam? I say, how you doing? Listen to me now when I ask you this question. Are you, yes, you, living your best life? I say, are you living that best life? I hope you are. So, before I start with the yuck yucks and hee hees for the next 30 minutes, hopefully, uh, the question is, I hear you, bro number one, I heard Fred, blowing a little horn, uh, where are your brothers? And you know what? It's a good question to ask. I think as a listener, you deserve to get those answers. Uh, hmm. 
feel like uh, I feel like uh, I'm in a 1940s like newsroom or something, and the Boston came in like, well, brother number one, we got a hot scoop. Like, oh, okay, cool. That's what's up. You want me to cover it? No, no, no. Where's brother number two? Oh, well, uh, now I got to make up an excuse, right? So like, uh, well, brother number two, he's uh, he is, and the uh, the financial district. Yeah, that sounds good. And of course, the editor's gonna ask, "Oh, what is he doing in the financial district?" Well, he is actually uh, he's uh, placing bets and stocks and bonds and buy, 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 sell, 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 a bull market, bear market. You know the drill. Oh yeah, 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 indubitably. Uh, so where uh, where is brother number three at? Ah, oh Jesus, dear. okay. Uh, brother number three, uh, he is actually covering the war front because, as you know, we as Americans we love war. Oh, well, that's great. Uh, what, what is he? Is he talking to the troops? Yeah. No, he's totally talking to the troops. The troops are getting talked to. All right. That's great. So, yeah. So, But in 1940s, realistically, would I be in the mailroom? Probably. Would I be a reporter? No. But guess what? That's our little secret, fam. So, welcome to Bro 3 Podcast. I am going to check my notes, and we will get back shortly. Yo, it's weird how the word just, J-U-S-T, means so much, right? So, question, um, are you living your best life or are you just living? It makes a big difference. It does. And I didn't realize that until a couple, about a week ago, right? So, me and my daughter... And brother number two, we went to a um, we went to an escape room, and so okay. If you don't know what an escape room is, basically you you pay money, and they put you in a different scenario, and you got to use your smarts and your wits to work your way out these rooms, right? And there's different scenarios. You got you know escaping from a basement. You got escaping from you know a serial murder's house, things like that. So. Brother number two calls me and say, would, would you like uh, to to go to an escape room? Dude, oh, yeah, I mean, what are we doing here? Well, I, I set the appointment up, <laughs> my good man, and uh, I just, I'd just i really like to ha- have you there. I'm like, okay, well, yeah, let's do it. So we get there. Now, I am not a uh, friendly person, but... I think the world's kind of made me hard, and I just—it's—it's it's a defense mechanism. I know that. Brother number two knows that. He knows it so much. That he actually plays with those buttons, and and he makes me um, puts me on edge. You know, like so if I go somewhere and you know I'm like, okay, cool, I'm gonna meet some new people. Well, yes, it's it's fine. And it by him saying it's fine, it automatically puts my guards up because that's just. That's, I don't know, just living in the city. That's just how I do. So anyway, so we, my brother, tell me we're gonna we're gonna have a great time. It's gonna be great. Um, unfortunately, the room I rented, um, I don't know how to tell you this, but uh, we're we're gonna have to share it with multiple people because the 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 uh, it, the uh, what is it called? All the um, they rented for rooms of ten or more now. I got four of my favorite people with me. So 
instantly my guards go up. Like I don't, I don't like sharing my space and I'm very territorial because that's just who I am. So as we're sitting in the lobby, we're waiting for these other people to come through. Brother number two is like, <laughs> Tony, just just calm down. It's going to be fine. It's it's a it's a fun little it's a brain teaser. Yeah, no, I don't play them games. Like I'm really I'm, I'm no, I, I don't know who these people coming through, and I got, I want that dominance. So of course, I got my crew with me, fam, all beautiful people I know and love and trust. One, two. I'm counting the people. Who's that? One, two. Three, four, five. Yeah, we got a squad of five. We're waiting on five strangers. And yes, maybe my guards went up a little too tough. Cause I'm telling I'm telling my daughter, Zion, like, look, man, these people got out of the pocket. If you see a lamp, anything you can pick up, you hit somebody, right? I'm telling my sis, I'm like, sis, look, man, you gotta be on your toes. You got P's and Q's now. We P's and Q's. We ain't playing no games with these people. We gotta set up dominance. When they come in here, we gonna be the squad, they're going to follow our lead. It's not going to be their lead. And sister's like, that's interesting. Uh, yeah, yeah, let's let's see where that goes. So, of course, the people come to the front door. And they are white people, which I got no problem with. But at the same time, I didn't say it because I'm doing prison rules. Look, you don't run nothing. You follow our lead. So, the dad comes in, happy guy. Wife comes in. He's got three Big, husky, corn-fed, football player-looking type dudes. I look at my squad, which I love. I realize they ain't rocking like I'm rocking. You know, they you know, a little smaller. The brain power is on our side, on our side but I got to set that dominance. So I go up to the dad, because he's the male figure. Put my hand out there. Hey, what's up, man? We're going to do this, you know, we're going to do this uh, escape room. And he shakes my hand because he's just, he's, you know, he ain't got he ain't got to prove nothing. I'm the one that's got to prove something. I realize I'm the one that's carrying chip on the shoulder. Now, I shake the one son's hand. Let's call him, I don't know, Brett. He's big. Shake his hand. Yeah, he squished my hand a little bit too much. I don't like when people do that. But, uh, yeah, okay, I shake his hand. Oh, what's up? Your name Brett? He's like, yeah, my name Brett. I play linebacker. Okay, yeah, you hurt my hand. Brett, I'm looking at my daughter like, this is the one we're going to hit with the lamp on the top of the head. So then I shake. The other dude hand, I'm Brett number two. Okay, cool. You look pretty boy, but you still a husky boy. Okay, cool. I look at brother number two. I'm like, this is gonna be your problem. Brother number two is like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> delightful, right? And then I shake Brett number three's hand. So they take us to the escape room. Now, escape room is you use clues in the room to figure out how to get out the room. So they said the the little woman comes out. She say, "Okay, well the scenario is some guy. His name was Simple Simon. I do remember that. Simple Simon escaped from jail. I'm gonna put you in the same jail cell. Use his clues to get out of jail. Got no problem with that. I look around the jail. They they take us in the back room. I'm like, well, because I'm a CEO, I look at it. I'm like, well, I'm not really impressed by what's going on, but." I do see what's going on. Like it, it looks like a Barney Fife jail. Like there's, uh, and I'm sitting there like there's code violations everywhere. But again, I walk in first because I want to set the tone. Y'all gonna be behind us. It is what it is. So we get up in there, and the woman said, "Just you know, heads up. Don't need to bend the bars." I'm looking at Brett one, two, and three because y'all some corn-fed husky cats. Yeah, y'all can bend them bars. All right, so we're gonna use our wits. Not a problem. 
So the first thing we do is get up in there and there are certain things open, certain things closed. It really looks like a, a Mayberry jail. There's way too much stuff behind bars that shouldn't be behind bars, but it, it is what it is. So we get behind there and I remember Brett number two opens up the cabinet and it was uh foot lockers and he pulls out some barber saw. Now I see on the, on a wall, it signs to say, you know, no beards. Right. So I'm like, all right, cool. I say Brett number two, yo, cause I didn't remember the boy's name. I say Brett number two, check the barber saw can. Now, bro, number two told me later, he was like, why Why would you check a barbersaw can? Well, in my line of work, people hire stuff in barbersaw cans. So we got the first clue. Unscrewed the bottom of the barbersaw, which barbersaw is shaving cream, if y'all don't know. He, un, he unscrews that. We find a key. We find a key. It opens up something else. Now, the mom on the other side, we we are still really technically a crew, but I, I ain't claimed them yet. They ain't showed that. Nah. So anyway, I see uh, a broom on the side of the wall. Now it's broken, but there's also a hook to it. Like almost like the plastic, like you can use to hook other stuff on the side of the wall. I tell her, go check that out, you know, and see what you can get. Now, admittedly, I was not the driving force in this, you know, but Long story short, we had an hour to get out. We got out with five minutes to spare. And it was a nice little experience. My daughter was with me, and it was it was nice. So we get in the car, and then we're driving to go pick up some snacks. Uh, sis wants some snacks so she can play her game or whatever. And we were in the car, all five of us. And uh, my daughter said... Uh, well, that's why brother number two is what he does, which I ain't going to put all his business out there. And brother number three is a Marine. And then my daughter said, and you're just a cop. And I looked at my daughter. I said, well, first of all, sweetheart, I'm not a cop. I'm a CO. Like, I'm not a COP. I'm a CO. I ain't no P because I ain't no whatever disrespect for you can think of the p word and sis being really the consummate and being really elegant she was like well zion why don't you go in the store with me and we're gonna get some snacks i'm pretty sure she gave her a talk and uh brother number two he looked at me say uh are you are you all right and i was like yeah i'm cool because uh, again i'm the most sensitive of the brothers if we were a boy band, I would be the sensitive one. If we was what in sync, I'd be Aaron Carter. Maybe it's ninety eight eight degrees. I don't know. But when my daughter came back in the car, I looked at her and just let her know, like, sweetheart, I wanna let you know I could have been a lot of things in this world, but I'm most proud of being your dad. And to provide for you, if that meant being a garbage man, your dad'd be Picking up garbage. If that meant shoveling, you know, manure, I would have no problem with that. And my daughter, I think she she was trying to be funny at that age. You know, you don't know what funny is. But just let her know, we aren't just, I'm putting this in quotation, we aren't just what we are perceived to be. You know, you're not just your job you are so much more than that and i'm saying that to you 
because I might need to hear this one day. My daughter might need to hear this one day. So you're not just your job. You're not just your skin color. You're awesome. And if you don't believe it in yourself, then believe it from me because I don't know you. But I wish the best for you. And I think if we thought like that more, like we don't need to be the Kardashians. We don't need to be, okay, your car runs, but it's not the best. That's okay. You know, it's just a car. But you are more. And I want to let you know as my fam, I love you. And now it's time for the BTP News with your lead anchor, brother number one. How you doing, fam? It's time for Bro 3. Uh, BTP. Okay. It's time for the BTP News. Um, If you're new to this section, pretty much I found a couple of uh, topics. I found a couple of headlines I like. I make up a story. Uninformed news at its finest. Yeah, it's fake news, but we proud to be fake news. Now, check this out. Last week, I didn't do it because, you know, all this news has been getting me down with California, with my cousin, you know what I'm saying, my my cousin out there. I, you know, I, I I can't do bad news. I'm like uh, the Wiz. Don't nobody bring me no bad news because I got enough of my own. But with that being said, I'm I'm bringing it back. So... Our hit story tonight is uh, far-right protesters left stranded in Philadelphia after taxi driver refuses to pick them up. Now, I always say, watch what comes out your mouth. So my thing is, is I far-right, that's the, okay, that's the Republicans, right? So you at the rally, right? You didn't made your little signs or whatever, you out there, you know, and two, four, six, say we do not appreciate black people and brown people, no ethnics, whatever, right? So you say a little cheers or whatever, and you feel like you really did something. You and really you didn't. All thing you did was just annoy people, right? You was on the sidewalk and you you had a little sign up and you said bad things to people, but you feel like you've been a part of the democratic process. That's cool. I got no problem with that. Now, it's time to go home. You want to go home to, you know, your mid-level apartment or your, you know, your middle-class situation. And who do you call? You you type your little Uber in and say, your Uber driver shall be Ahmed. Or you call the taxi company. And those cats, for the most part, they do jobs you don't want to do as, you know, the right uh right conservative people so you know you got some foreigner now you didn't spend four hours you marched you up a good sweat in your north face jacket and your your ugg boots and your pumpkin spice latte you didn't told them people you want them to go back to your own country you want that wall you know what i'm saying you've been promised the wall for two years baby you want that wall right and you did all that you sweat out your little your little your little pointer but now you want to go home and you call Ahmed, you call Abib, you call Pedro. And guess what? They're like, wait, what, 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 what they been doing? Yeah, no, nah, I'm cool. And they don't pick you up. Now you feel slighted. 
You feel marginalized because this is not the America that you know. Right? Right. So now you're stuck in a urban environment. <laughs> Put the air quotes up. Urban. A little scary. I, I, I get you. I get, but you know what? You got to watch what comes out your mouth. Because if you need these people to pick your avocados for your your uh, holiday sauce, watch what you say. It ain't always best to say everything on your mind. Sit your dad, sit yourself down, and be cool. Be sympathetic, empathetic, if you will, to other people's place in life, stations, if you will. All right, so there we go with that. Uh, let's see our next story. Drunken woman allegedly tries to steal lobsters. Now, fam, I saw the picture of this woman, and of course, she was of a certain persuasion. We'll just leave it at that. Um, but you know what? Your messy uncle has been, and he's been inebriated in places maybe he shouldn't have been, you know? So my heart went out to this woman. I saw the picture, you know, she just looked. She looked confused. She looked lost. And I realized why my heart went out to this woman. She was just a young girl, young woman, who grew up in the Disney age. And she saw a captive. She saw a lobster being held captive. And this came to my head right here. The Little Mermaid. She got so drunk. She's a Little Mermaid. She's trying to save a friend. Look at this trove. Yes. Treasures untold. Oh my. How many wonders can one cavern hold? <laughs> Looking around here, you think. Sure. She's got everything. I'm stuck in Philadelphia. I've got gadgets and gizmos aplenty. And all things she wants to do. Who's it and what's it for? Was to save Sebastian. You want thing in the box? I got And be part of your world. But who cares? But you didn't understand her. She wanted more. Cause guess what? I wanna be. She wants to be drunk as hell and being a white person. Walking around on those. What you call them? Ugg boots. (laughs) I'm just waiting for the chorus. What you call it? Street. Up where they walk. Mm-hmm. Up where they run. Yes. Up where they stay all day in the sun. Wondering free. Wish she could be free on some bell. <laughs> okay. Um. Let's see. We got anything else? Um. No. I don't think we do. All right. So that's been another episode of Bro 3 Podcast. Um, I like talking to y'all. Uh, I make my little list. I feel like a little high school kid. Well, when I was in junior high, I used to actually write out like topics to talk about. You know, um, that way, if I called a girl, I actually talked to her and I had like things I didn't have to like just be spont- spontaneous. The thing about them lists, they never really last. They, it was really like about five. Maybe I burned through too much material too soon. 
Um, with that being said, I got a lot of things. Well, not a lot of things. I, I have something planned special for the fiftieth, which is in two episodes. Oh my OMG. So anyway, um follow us on Instagram, bros three pod. Jump up in the the comments, you know, and maybe get a shirt or something. Uh, y'all be sweet. Y'all love each other. Please be a part of my world and share this with other people. You like the little tie-in? I like it too. All right, bye. Uh, no, okay. You know what? I'm working on a. I'm working on a, a send-off. So just bear with me. It's been 50 episodes. I know I should be better, but I do love y'all. I want y'all to be the best y'all can be. Don't just be. Be the best you can be. All right, bye.